it's follow so up good. to Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> the follow up to Keanu. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see it. Um, I've been kind of avoiding all of the reviews just because I want to make sure that I go into it with a complete... With an open heart. An open heart and an open mind and all of those things. But no, I hear it's amazing. And I mean, anything that people start proclaiming black people being racist, um, I'm definitely 100% interested Wait, in people are pro- proclaiming that black people are racist. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also um, that's been like the case with the new Netflix series based on the film Dear White Dear People, white people yes. which um, is <laughs> so hilarious. And it's, uh. it's funny because... <laughs> I mean, I guess like I'm missing the rare, point entirely. entirely. Like it's a thing that goes so so far over somebody's head to a point to where now I used I, I used to be a person who'd be like, okay, let me just let me sit them down and like explain it. Hey, let me explain racism to you. You know, like <laughs> all right, I've got a quick seven point uh, uh, presentation that I want to go over that kind of explains exactly how, what, when, and where, uh, how many, yeah, uh, how often, all those things. It's all outlined in there, just so you can get that this movie is not. A, it's not a, if it's not about you uh, mm-hmm. directly, then like why? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna get into yeah. it. But anyhow, I mean, <laughs> but Get Out, it's amazing. Yeah, go see it. I'm gonna. I can't wait to see it. And actually, the music's really good in it, it? too. Yeah. yeah, I know you were saying it's a really great like balance of like horror and comedy that you don't really see ever. Yeah, smart smart comedy too. Mm-hmm. Great script. Just excellent. And the lead actor is actually British, too. Yeah, he was in an episode of uh, Black Mirror, wasn't he? Oh, he was? Wasn't he, like, the one with, like, the... uh, He lived in, like, a cube, and he had to, like, work all all the time. (gasps) Oh, that's him? I think it was him. I don't know. I could be very wrong. Hmm. You know, they say all black people look alike. (laughs) Well, this is it. Um, today we are talking about, um, a very specific place, a very specific time. Yes, we are. And, um, we're talking about Virginia Beach. Yes. And specifically. Specifically like in the, the late to mid nineties into the, the early aughts. Yeah. Mid aughts in which ragtag group of, of Virginia Beach. Took, literally took over. Took over music. Like held, held. All of you hostage, all and, of us. And, like, legitimately changed, like, music. Yeah. In general. They just dominated. They just dominated it. They, they came through. They said, fuck all the shit that you, that you think this music is. Yeah. Here's what it's going to be now. Uh, um, and they, they defined a the sound. Uh, they also, like, defined an entire aesthetic, too. I mean, yeah. in general. It's crazy what they accomplished. And I don't know what was in the water what was or going in the food. On, or in the air in Virginia Beach yeah. at this time, but Missy Elliott, Timbaland, Chad Hugo, Pharrell Williams, uh, collectively known as the Neptunes, and then Missy and, Missy and, Tim, and Tim, just known as, as themselves Missy and Tim. respectively. Yeah, uh, this you know the songwriting, producing powerhouse, um, and literally between those four people, I would say like seventy percent of everything. <laughs> That was I mean, on the radio absolutely. between like 1998 and 2002, three. You're hard pressed to to look at or to find any pop, R&B or rap record in a decade period that had any sort of significance without one of their names on it. That's like, true. But they did. Um, but beyond that, too, from a musical perspective, from like a like an an aesthetic in general, 
like the way in which like they they um, carry themselves or style um, their artistic kind of expression, whether like in the case of Missy with all of her music videos, yeah. Or, you know, Pharrell with his fashion mm-hmm. and, you know, like his other sort of like endeavors within, you know, creative like fields. And then yeah. Tim Berlin is just Tim Berlin and Chad are just like no one no one can do what they do. Yeah. They brought this f- aspect of like fun and weirdness and quirkiness to a genre that was really defined by beef. Beef. Yeah. yeah like in the you know, it was defined by sort of this I mean, like hyper masculinity. Po- yeah, very and masculine. Like this very like this braggadocio, political. political, just like really kind of aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a, a female's role within hip hop as well was always very much Sexual. so sexually yeah. um, charged uh, and aggressive in that manner. But for all of them to kind of come through and bring back that kind of like old school fun, yeah. quirky, we're the weirdos, artists, poets. Like bring that back into the music, kind of what had been a part of like the <laughs> funk era. Yeah, not without re- without doing funk music at all. Yeah, just that I think they brought that kind of sensibility that you see in like you know Parliament and Rick James. Yeah, and that they're doing like this that. because they love it and because yeah. like it is an expression of their love, and it's not necessarily about like bringing anyone down. It's like this is something that makes me happy. Mm. So why would I why would I feel the need to to feed into this kind of Aggression. So much fun. Yeah, yeah, they really brought the fun back yeah. to, to, like to the club. Yeah, to the club. <laughs> to, to the club. <laughs> Gonna bring fun to the club. Fun to the club. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, they they define a sound that is still really relevant. Um, obviously, they're all, I mean, they're all just so prolific and they just produced so many fucking cuts yeah i mean so many countless and i think that's going to be the the challenge of of the day is i'm gonna like, try we're gonna try and keep this one like not five hours long yeah i'm gonna try and be concise i can legitimately talk for five hours just about missy's first record and i think i was talking to you about this <laughs> like earlier that like i don't know if Super like not many flying. people know like how much of a missy fan i am just because i i think that she's like one of the most unbelievable musical geniuses of our time like and I don't no question. I don't like get how anyone could ever like not get that. Like see anything that she's done. Like she was doing it before everybody. Yeah. And we got to witness all of this and it was like, oh that's really cool. But then like people are still doing that shit. Yeah. They're still doing it. And like fifteen, twenty years later. I mean it's Well, they're definitely attempting. Yeah. Failing. I mean, some people do it do it well, but just like, you know, they were Missy was so groundbreaking. Yeah. You know, there was in a, especially in a time where there was like, she was a big girl. Yeah. Let's not get into that she, yet. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Let's not. Well, it's, it's my turn to go yeah, first, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm talking about the Neptunes mm-hmm. um, production duo from Virginia Beach that took the world by storm mm. and took the radio hostage. Yep. Um, for, for a good, a like, there I would say between 2000 and 2002, that was their most like dominating period. Yeah. yeah. Um, even into three and four, but man, they just crushed it. I just can't imagine like the royalty checks they were receiving at that time. Or just the people like knocking down their door to work with them. Yeah. You know, just like flying to Virginia of Beach. Of all just different to, like, genres yeah. too. Um, you know, 
hip hop, R&B, obviously, but then like all the biggest pop stars, then mm-hmm. into like rock bands, mm-hmm. um, movie scores, movie scores. Um, you okay? Yeah, I'm just knocking shit over. Um, I think you. We, yeah, I need to get you a table <laughs> for all your all of your things. <laughs> all of my things are strewn out on the floor. So, um, so Chad, um, Chad Hugo, um, and Pharrell Williams were born. They were, you know, they're from Virginia Beach, in and they were. Um, Pharrell was born in like nineteen seventy two or three, mm-hmm. and Chad was born in nineteen seventy four, and they met. They met. They were in a. They met at summer camp. It was a school for the gifted and talented in Virginia Beach. And um, Pharrell was a drummer and Hugo was a, played this tennis sax. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> and they were also both in a marching band where Pharrell played the kettle drum and Chad was a student conductor. Which I think is very telling. <laughs> yeah. Of their, of their roles. Of their relationship. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, before they became the Neptunes, um, the Williams and Hugo, along with Timbaland and Rapper Maguna, we we touched on this, yeah. formed a super group called Surrounded by Idiots. Which is like the greatest, <laughs> greatest name ever. In the late 90s. And you apparently have a, a clip of that, right? Yeah, I do. I found a clip of them. Um, you want to just play it now? Yeah, let me, fi- let me find it. <laughs> sounds like garbage and that's probably why it never saw the light of day i mean literally like the recording of it i mean but it does have a, a taste of that that michael jackson sample that um was the swv remix which pharrell's actually on is he you know the s double u v s s double u double v that's pharrell yeah that's him saying that's that? pharrell i did not know that yeah that's most crazy. people don't yeah. that's pharrell Craziness. Yeah. S double U V S S double U double V S S. Yeah. That's Pharrell. No way. That's yeah. crazy. Um, the more you know. The more you know. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, so before, so they were discovered by um, Teddy Riley. Yes. Um, after Who, graduating, graduating from high school. Very famously also. Um, Missy auditioned in front of Teddy Riley. But oh yeah, I didn't like, hear that. Nah, they're like nah. I think she talked about that on Pharrell's um, radio show. Yeah, did she? I think so. Yeah. Um, and so, but they were taken under Teddy's wing, and they were actually mm-hmm. brought in to sort of co-produce some stuff with him. Um, one of the first things that Pharrell did was to write a verse on Rex and Effects, um, 1992 number two Billboard smash, Rump Shaker. Tickling you around Delaware, but 
Down by your Virginia. Down by your Virginia. Down by your Virginia? Who's Virginia? I don't know. Not Yours, mine. Not mine. Not my Virginia. That's, so, that's such a cut. Story, I did not know that they produced that song. Well, they, he didn't produce it. He just wrote a verse oh, on he wrote it. A verse Pharrell on did. It. And oh. I don't know which verse. Okay. It's unclear to me it's which unclear. verse. <laughs> a verse. A verse. Um, then, uh, you know, he's working with Teddy Riley. So they mm-hmm. went um, on to work on Teddy's, on the Blackstreet's debut album. Yes. Blackstreet being the band that Teddy Riley was a member and producer of. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should remember this song. different from the sound that um, Chad and, and Pharrell you yeah. know, came to be known Absolutely. for. This is like really traditional um, kind of like R&B vibes. And also we could do a whole episode on Teddy Riley because oh. he was one of the most like, Just you know, influential. Had his hands and, in everything. Yeah. He had his Janet, hands Michael, yeah. um, you know, so much R&B and yeah. pop music from the time. But um, yeah, so Pharrell and Chad worked on that. I did not know that either. That's crazy. Yeah, and it was sort of a while before they really um, took, found their their singular sound that was mm-hmm. like their identifying. Like that's um, a Neptune's track. Yeah. 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 It wasn't really until obviously they you know they worked and did a bunch of stuff, never really sort of breaking through in a, in a big way until years later when this was kind of the debut of their signature sound, which their thumbprint was so clear yeah. and you could hear it. Like the second you heard it, you knew it was a, a Neptune's production. Yeah. It was like this very dry, very minimal, very sort of janky. Yeah. Like they were really they janky, were janky intentionally. Yeah. So yeah. Um, sort of like not perfectly in time. Yeah. There was like, like right this off out of, yeah. 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 Um, very dry samples. I think they were like, um, they use like Korg, like one sort of Korg main Korg synth, a Roland yeah. synth, and um, an Ensonic drum machine mm-hmm. or the samples from the Ensonic, um, which was the drum machine that that um, Jam and Lewis used. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the first time they really broke through was um, on Nori's um, Super Thug. Yes, I forgot that. Noriega, N-O-R-E. Um, Super Thug in 1998, which reached number 36 on the Billboard uh, Top 100. On the Top 100? Yeah, wow. not even on the Hip Hop R&B. Like, yeah. That's that's really good charting. Yeah, I'm fun. surprised because it's not the best. No. That's so awful. <laughs> Hey there. Hold on, hold on. Let me get the phone. Hold on. Hello? Jackson here. Yeah. What? 
in the Philippines. <laughs> he has a mansion. I love a skit. He love has a, a mansion. Skit. Okay, let's go right now. Bye. to the rapping yeah i mean the the funny thing that like i think when you when you hear a neptune's track is that like i listen to that and, and a lot of a lot of what what missy intended as well kind of laying the grounds for that kind of alternative like r&b electro sound mm. with those kind of like fusion of like more kind of like uh like your chord of like alternative rock drums mixed mm-hmm. with you know like an 808 and like some synths and then like uh, incorporating in like the the melodies that a lot of them would kind of add into there, you know. Gosh, yeah, like, yeah. They, they it was very like a lot of it was very dissonant and yeah. sort of like minor key, like um, sort of dark and moody. Yeah. But then in contrast to that, a lot of it was like really beautiful, mm-hmm. like jazz chords. Like Chad yeah. brought this very these really amazing chord um, progressions. Yeah. In a lot of their stuff that you weren't really hearing. And I think because he has such a musical background too, um, tenor sax man, yeah, you know, conducting. Uh, <laughs> um, they um, the first time I really remember them like hearing their sound and being so blown away because it was such a new sound was um, on Kalisa's debut album, which they mm, produced the entirety of. Yes. Um, and that and was her so introduction. That, I forgot how much I love this album. My oh my god, that's the one. Okay, so I'm gonna play that. But story. yeah, and the video is, for that was uh, so good. So good. So yeah, this was Kalisa's debut album. It was 1999. Shout out uh, to my sister Lols. Uh, she's been wanting to shout out for a while, but she's oh, the person hey, who uh, introduced me to that song. Really? When it came out, and that was my first exposure to the to the Neptunes as well. Yeah. So it was groundbreaking, and yeah. it was. Um, you know, I think the album did pretty well. Um, she was like this very like alternative looking. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was that like that. I think like I was saying, like that's like the birth of the alternative R&B sound. Yeah. Like they really gave that kind of like quirky, like this is not going to be like your mom's version of R&B. Like yeah. this is something more. This is like, this is elements of alternative. This is elements of rock. This is yeah. elements of jazz. This is elements of of electronic music uh and it's all fused together absolutely because it's all this like really you know beautiful urban sound that they just they found all the pieces yeah and put it together and then threw in a bunch of weird shit you know yeah and they i think they were really into a lot of different genres as well yeah. because you know there was definitely like a rock they loved rock music yeah um they had a rock you know band. they had a rock band which i'm going to talk about um they you know, Pharrell was a skater. Yeah. You know, skateboard P. Yeah. So he was very like. Which wasn't like a thing that people did in the hood back then. You know, like. Yeah. They did, but like it wasn't like a thing that someone like within hip hop would be like, "Yeah, man, I'm a skateboarder." Yeah. Like now, you know, you got everybody and their mother that wants to say that, <laughs> to claim that now, but like, you know, the the odd future guys. Yeah, they. I mean, like, I feel like the odd future kind of wouldn't really exist without, without the Neptunes. Yeah, yeah. Without either one of them. Um. So, so the, yeah, the and when Khalees came out, she was very like she had this sort of punk aesthetic, yeah. you know. She had like a billion colors in her hair, and actually, I was really obsessed with that look. That I she had colored eyebrows too. She had bleached her eyebrows and Tell dyed them red and blue. You didn't do that. I did it. Oh my Guess God. what? I did that. God. Damn it. <laughs> 
Oh god. I know. Are there like many receipts for that? I'm sure there are, but because this is like pre-digital photo, I mean, really. Thank, you know, like, thank God. Yeah. For, I mean, thank God that you know our transgressions as adolescents <laughs> were not in the in the in this current like digital landscape. I'm grateful for that. God damn. I mean, like I, I would literally die. If I had to see or But you know what else too? Like to because we weren't so like connected through an Instagram sort of like society. Yeah. Um, it I think it enabled I'm grateful that I came from a time where I was really allowed to sort of be an individual. And be which weird, I, yeah. yeah. And be I weird know. and like define my own things without being influenced by Other people's people. online comments yeah. or trying to fit into, you know, even in subcultures now, like People look pretty much identical. Yeah, across no, I mean, it's across true. the culture, it's, it's hard nowadays. I think for kids to like feel the freedom to be an individual. Yeah, because like there are so many examples of how to be online. You know, like there's no you can pick your you pre-selected pick, you can, identity, and and they're so compartmentalized yeah. now to where you can't just look at the starter pack memes. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's, it's a, a real thing. thing because it's like that simple. There but was like, no starter pack meme for what I was doing then. No. No. Because it would just be a big question mark. <laughs> it would be like, what? Because what? what are you doing, sis? It'd be like that girl, you know, the, with the, the girl with the, girl the with hand the, up. With the hand up. With like, no neck. Just no like, neck. Just, mm. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, movie. sis? What are you doing? So, that anyway. That tangent was brought to you by... <laughs> Tide. Oh, god. These colors don't run. <laughs> Speaking um, of eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and that was just such a great album. So, um, that was 1999, like I said. Um, this was like her main, I'm going to play a couple. Okay. This was like the first song that was like, had this very alternative, like rock sort of energy, but with yeah. like programmed drums. Yeah. Um, very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh. Yeah, this song, yeah. Been lied to by their men. I know y'all been lied to. I know y'all been lied. This is for y'all, y'all. Maybe you didn't break the way you should have broke, y'all. But, but I break. But, but I, I break. You know what I'm saying? So this is how it goes, y'all. Damn. Yeah. What? Last year. Valentine's Day. You would sworn to say, babe, I love you. Yo, he's lying. <laughs> it ain't true. Even suck your dick. <laughs> I don't know why they took that lyric out. It was there in the version I had. Why would they take it out? Censorship, man. Some bullshit. just all of the aggression oh man all my teen angst right there Absolutely. delivered to me 
Um, and then the other, I mean, honestly, that whole album I rinsed and it was just it was, such a great album. It's a good one. And it was, you know, it's so rare these days to have a body of work that is produced to, by yeah, the, same the same people that has a through line, that has yeah. a sonic identity. It you don't happen. get that at all, it really, happen, ever. Really. I mean, unless not, you're not like, in like a pop, pop and not in a pop, sense. Unless you're an artist that's doing sense, it, you know, yeah. like I feel like a Thundercat or, you know, a King. Doing it or yourself. A, you're doing yeah. it yourself. Yeah. But like... For but the most part, it's everyone's like album has match. like eighteen thousand producers, producers on it. it. Even if you're Adele, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were clearly. like thirty people on stage. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, how, how are you? Yeah, that's that's a lot of brass. Um, oh my god, this song. I just. This is like that emo shit that like everybody just like feels like in your teenage years. You're just like, you took you took my my heartbeat from me. Mm-hmm. You know. It's also on my playlist that's called Songs of Unrelenting Passion. <laughs> uh, which I'll have Available to share now soon. on Spotify. Don't need no pencils. Don't need no love letters. Cause I just wanna get along with you. No fever. Don't need no cellular. Though digital's better. Listen. song but I mean, it's on the her playlist little, her and little bit at the dear diary yeah, yeah i remember so like it good. was yesterday the video for that is really stunning <laughs> oh, too it's fantastic i forget who directed it but it was somebody mm-hmm. big but that's one thing that you always that i i feel like with every neptune's track i mean all the music videos were always just like they were always kind of just they had a different vibe than anything else mm. did too i mean everyone that i can think of now whether it was albums that they, i mean tracks they did with britney or jay-z yeah. Or Khalees or whomever it was, or the clips, like they always had this different kind of vibe to them. I don't know if it was just like a musical thing or just like that it always just kind of they always attracted this the more sort of adventurous yeah uh, people I think because the be sound to... was just so free and so loose and so you know there was just so new, yeah, that it just always it always just had this like really fresh look to it. Um, what was I just gonna say about that? Oh, man, I don't even remember. Oh, I was going to say, like, that was one of the songs I remember first hearing that sort of had Chad's, like, real, like, jazz flavor in the chords, you know? There's, like, a lot of beautiful, like, sevens and nines and just, like, just really beautiful chords. Yeah, it was. Um, So after that came out, they sort of started to, like, kind of just show up everywhere. Um, The next thing that was really big was... um, Obviously, you all know this. Oh, baby. Which features Khalees. Yeah. Old Dirty Busted. 
Dirt McGirt, Big Baby Jesus. Big Baby Jesus. Give me your number, I'll call you up. You act like your pussy on interrupt. I don't have no trouble with you fucking me. But I have a little problem with you not fucking me. Baby, you know I'm gonna take care of you. Cause you said you got my baby and I know it ain't true. Is it a good thing? No, it's bad, bitch. For good or worse, makes you switch. So I walk on over with my crystal. Bitches, niggas, put away your pistol. Dirty won't be having it in this house. Cause bitch, I'll cripple your style. Now that you heard my charming voice, you couldn't get another nigga. Gucci won't get moist. If you wanna look good and not be bummy, girl, you better give me that money. Uh. Hey, baby, baby, I got your money. So minimal too. It's perfect. So minimal, yeah. but it's giving you everything that you really need in the track, which is a sick but beat and a baseline and a good hook. Just danceable as fuck. Yeah, you know that's one thing you can always say. The bop factor. Just the such a bop. Yeah, it was just like when you said earlier, it brought life back to the club. It really did bring yeah. fun back because like anytime that song comes on, nobody's just standing around trying to look like all like hard, hard. or whatever. You know, you're getting down. Just staying still for five minutes with one dab. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Go home. God damn. Um, then, I mean, there's so many songs. I'm not even going to play them because, I mean, they had 24 um, top 10 singles during the uh, 90s and 2000s. Like 24 top 10s. That's just that's, the top 10s. That's, and yeah, a that's bunch of those were number tens. ones. Yeah. And then they had, you know, tons and tons of stuff that was in. And all the remixes. Yeah. And every, yeah. They had a really great Daft Punk remix mm -hmm. for Harder, Better, Stronger, Faster. That was like around, I want to say like 2000, 2001. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, you had Jay-Z's I Just Want to uh, Love You, Give It to Me, Mystical Shake Your Ass, um, Busta Rhymes, Pastor Cravassier, Part 2. And probably still to this day, my favorite Usher song. Yo. Yes. At least, at least in my top two or three Usher songs. I mean, I think this is like, yeah, yeah, hands down. Don't need your girl around me. True, play it for real. Ask my nigga for real. people's voices sound like pre-autotune because they weren't perfect and they sound like actual people yeah it's just like and also you can hear how great they can actually sing without yeah, it you can actually hear their voice yeah oh god and this song I'm is just so like right you don't have to call it's okay girl but what but what Which, I, when that song first came out, I thought the lyric was, I'm going to be your ride tonight. tonight. <laughs> like, do you need someone to take you home? 
Because um, I have a car. I always forget, like, misplaced when he says, situations will arise. Mm-hmm. And I say, situations will arrive. Well, they will that, too. They will do that, too. I mean, it's not the lyric, but it still holds, I guess. And yeah. To that note, I mean, I'll be your ride as well holds. I mean, sometimes people, you know, don't need have, they need a ride. You know, you know, this was before Lyft and Uber. Exactly. Because if so. a bitch is drunk, then a bitch needs a ride, you know? <laughs> It's true. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Uh, um, also, around this time, they were in a. They had their own band called yes. Nerd. Nerd, which stands for No One Ever Really Dies. Yeah. Which is also a very big theme in their music. Is this sort of like cosmic, intergalactic, planetary? I don't know why yeah. I'm singing lyrics from the Beastie Boys right now. <laughs> intergalactic, planetary, planetary, intergalactic. Um, but they, you know, they're, they're named after a planet. Yeah, they are. Um, they had a lot of songs that were about the universe. The universe. Like, the there was a very cosmic like, galaxy. Yeah. Um, which I appreciate. That's one of Absolutely. my themes that I, that I have in my music too. And I, so I, I appreciate that. Um, and I mean, I think that they have, they, 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 um, like the NERD record. I remember the first time I listened to it, um, my best friend Corey growing up was like obsessed with it. Mm. And I was like equally just as like into it to a lesser extent because he was a fanatic about it. But, um, I remember listening to it and just being like blown away by like, how weird it was. Super weird. And I was just like, this is like. Great. I mean, this idea of like you of being able to release like a hip hop record and it just have nothing to do with like the streets or like gangs or drug violence any of that shit like that. It was just like music about like shit that they found interesting. Except for lap dance. Except for laps. Well, I mean, like <laughs> which is a cut. Titties are interesting. Yeah, you know. They like, are. So obviously, you want to like uh, make a song about it, but like if it's not like there wasn't, I didn't feel like I felt like listening to that record was something that, like, a lot of kids, like me, were able to, like, relate to in a hip-hop sense that they really hadn't been able to yet because it wasn't, like, a thing that I, I felt like I was <clears throat> necessarily, like, aligned with a lot of what, what you know, like, Jay-Z was saying or what Biggie was saying or what, you know, like, Ja was. I mean, that wasn't my life. I was a kid, but it was also, like, just, I, I wasn't, that wasn't my environment that I was around day-to-day. So mm. I think listening to that was always, like, at least for me, it was, like, this like I'm a weirdo and like to hear other weirdos talking about the weird shit that they're into like yeah. this in like a really dope cool way. Yeah. Like, but was it wasn't even it. considered a hip hop album. No, it was it considered an, an alternative. alternative album, yeah. which really it was, but there was two versions of the album and the um I when this came out I was living in London and I was working in as a mailroom clerk in uh Universal Records oh, in London, yeah. just like making no money and yeah. putting mail in slots. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they would give me like some of the promo CDs. Mm-hmm. So I had the promo version of this album, which was all electronically produced. Yeah. And then they redid it before it came out in America. I guess it was kind of not really, yeah. It didn't really, it didn't do. make much of a splash. Yeah. yeah. And then they redid it. I love the for album the US cover, release. Though. Yeah, the original album cover is great. Yeah. Um, but I just want to play sort of like to contrast the two, the two versions. Like this is the one, this was the electronic version of the album, which came out in 2001. Where you go, I want to talk to you. 
the electronic version is my favorite version of the album just because that was the first one that I heard and I grew really yeah. attached to it. Yeah. I spent the whole weekend, caught the train to Paris. Which is really funny. Had a I'm disc man. Yeah. And you're the opposite. I'm the opposite. <laughs> I had my little disc man and I spent like the whole weekend walking around Paris um, listening to Bopping it. Bopping around. Yeah. Um, it's a great record. I mean, like, here's through and the, through. everyone should listen to it. I think that not many people like... Oh, it's it's, it's just, definitely my favorite Nep- yeah, uh, NERD of the, album. Of, of anything that Pharrell has done, I think really his NERD stuff was probably always kind of my the, favorite. The specifically, I think the that first, first album. Yeah, super good. Um, here's the like the version that was more successful. Before you go, I want to talk to you. Placed all that pretty much all the instruments with live instruments. Yeah. Thinking about the time we shared and how I wasn't there, it hurt me. These people overworked me. Gave it a different mix. Arguably, it's mixed better. Yeah, way better. But <laughs> yeah, arguably, yeah, or not arguably not whatsoever. Arguably. No, I mean it, it's it's just such a good record. Yeah. Uh, I just have such fond memories of it. Just like being like oh, yeah. so blown away by it. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like an intimate, like headphone kind of experience. It is. Like, and because of the the themes and the ideas in the record were so like broad and sort of big picture like planetary universal yeah um, third eye shit just yeah, yeah just like it was just a great sort of mind expanding mm-hmm. that's one like, that that's an album just to like yeah of an absolutely. album it really was that's a good way to put that yeah it really did feel it was like a that. great friend yeah um so yeah that was a bit it really you know meant a lot to me that album mm-hmm. um so while this is going on also they're working with the biggest 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 pop mm-hmm. stars in the world yep and just crushing. Killing it. Slaying all the demons. Just <laughs> top three TRL every week. Yeah. Um, before, oh, actually, before I get to like all the pop stars and stuff, this, when this beat came out, this was like the hardest beat of all entire lives. And I remember trying. Because the beat like does this weird thing where it switches up every you know what I'm gonna play. No, right? I don't know no. yet. I'm like I'm like I'm like, like getting kind of anxious about it. Trying <laughs> to like 
remember the pattern of the beat was like a thing that I would do. Like oh, I, I think okay, I know. I had I know. like a 1986 <laughs> Honda Civic that had these crazy subwoofers in it. Yes. And I would just ride around um, just playing this really loud. Yes. Yo, yo. Uh. <laughs> I go by the name of people were like, what? From the Neptune. And I just want to let y'all know. y'all know. I'm your push. The world, the world uh. is about uh. to feel. Something that they never Come on From ghetto to ghetto The backyard to yard I sell it with one will It's off the hard I'm the neighborhood pusher Call me subwoofer Cause I pump bass like that jack On or off the track I'm heavy cause Ball to your fathers You wanna jump to the Fetty Gov Sorry my love But I'm seeing through these eyes Benz convoys with the wagon on the side Only big boys keep pieces on the ride Gucci Chuck Taylor with the dragon on the side Man, I make a buck while I scram I'm trying to show y'all who the fuck I am The Jews is flirting, be damned if I'm hurting Legend in two games like I'm Pee Wee Kirkland Platinum on the block with consistent hits While Pharrell keep talking this music shit It's so, it's just so hard. It is. They have this very like hard, soft thing. God, that track. I mean, that fucking beat. Yeah, it it was like, oh, okay. It's so hard. Like right out of the gate. Just scalped everybody. Yeah, everyone was like, oh, we need to, we need to go back to the studio. Yeah, like just scrap, scrap all your plans. (laughs) Scrap all your tracks. Scrap all your tracks. We got to start all this over again. Um, I mean, yeah. What just like just can I just I always think like when I hear songs like that, and I said this earlier, I think just like can you imagine just coming up with that and just being so hyped, just being like, this shit is so goddamn hot. Yeah. I don't know what to do with myself right now. Like I'm literally. This is the kind of track that makes people in the studio lose their hearing. Yeah. You just like lay down on the ground. And you're just like, you know what? I guess I'm done. I'm dead. It's the kind of make you want to end your life. You know, that's just that serious of a song. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, so simple, but just so direct and just. Do you remember when Hurricane Chris sampled that? I do. Here comes the two to the three to the four. <laughs> yes. Everybody here going on the dance floor. We have to play that on the outro. <laughs> yes, we need to play that. Um, so then also while that was going on, they were in the studio working with Miss Britney Spears. Yes. Oh, hold hold all the way up because I should have spoken about this in the beginning. What? I had the misfortune of watching the Lifetime original movie. I don't know why you watch that shit. <laughs> I have no idea. You know, you know good and goddamn well that, that was going you were signing yourself up for I thought it would at least intense fuckery. No, I knew. I mean that's why, why, that's why I you watched it. it yeah. That's why I watched it. But like you didn't know like, I knew that fuckery would be afoot. Yeah. But you didn't know the depth of said fuckery. Oh man, it was just terrible. It wasn't even it just was awful. So and, I mean, to the 1.0 million other people that, <laughs> that watched it, I feel you and I understand what you went through. I just, I, I saw that it was happening and I said that that is not for me. That is simply not for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they do love to make a biopic there. I mean. A biopic. I know I'm yeah. young. Yep. But this is. This is Britney's best song, right? Yeah, this is Britney at her best, at her hottest, at her just. What I feel like doing. This is like. So let me if go. anybody would ever no. just, just listen. Oh, just listen. All the people look at me like I'm a little girl. Well, did you ever think it'd be 
Here's a crazy thing about this song in general, or a, a few crazy things about it. So, think about you've got this Britney Spears, whom character, you know, character, this Britney who, Spears character, um, decides you know that she's trying to like grow up mm-hmm. from her baby one more time years, mm-hmm. and I mean, talk about like hitting something out of the ballpark, mm. like perfectly from her first get go. I mean, she comes out swinging with this like really sexy new sound. Um, this song in general was just like it was a global number it one. It was a number one hit. Yeah. Like everybody was fucking with her with this song. I mean, like everybody loved her beforehand, but this was like this cemented was a her as like a superstar. I mean, like R and B and hip hop yeah. radio kind of started fucking with her on this. Yeah. And it was just because it was just yeah. an undeniable hit, like yeah. through and through, and like and and the beat was sick. It was really tied to that beat. I mean, this whole. This whole new kind of, I mean, it was obviously very much so like a Neptune sound, but like the thing that they were doing was just like this future sounds that like nobody was doing and then taking all these elements of different in, different instruments from different genres of music. And, yeah. And they had a lot of sort of Middle Eastern and um, like South Asian yeah. um, flavor and a lot of their stuff that they were doing then too. Mm-hmm. Um, which then other people started doing into like 2003 and four, especially in like hip hop. In hip hop, yeah. yeah, that became a thing. Like Truth Hurts. I did love some Truth Hurts. Yeah. Um, so then the following year, they also had a big number one with Nelly's Hot in Here. Um, they won the producer of the year, producers of the year from the Source Awards and from the Billboard God Music damn it, Awards. Now you have Contagious stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> He turns my pages. pages. Which I thought was returns my pages. <laughs> returns. You just never read the lyrics. You returns just, my pages. pages. <laughs> returns my pages. I mean, pages. that would be nice too. He's what up. I mean, exactly. Nothing more frustrating than when you page somebody, page somebody and, and they, they don't, don't call they you don't back. They don't call you back. You're like, I, I know you saw these pages. I know exactly what you're doing And it was 911. It was 911. Um, the following, so that, yeah, they had the number one with Nelly, they won all those awards, and then I think it was at the MTV Who's He What's It's Awards, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they premiered this, and it was like a career-defining game-changer for Miss Justin Tim- Miss <laughs> Miss Justin Timberlake, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> now right don't feel me baby god this was a game changer he was like i'm not the kid with the ramen noodle hair anymore no he's not let's squeeze the wop Favorite 
bridges in any song uh, of all time. It's just so a good. great bridge because it just interrupts. The I remember whole... when this music video debuted, and I was just like, "You're like, I need a hat like that." And then I, everyone yeah, else got one. Everybody had a hat like that. <laughs> when Justin Timberlake wore a hat and did a slide on the in the gas station parking lot, I bought a hat and did a slide in the gas station parking lot. Everyone needed that hat, and it was like everybody had that fucking hat. Everybody had that fucking hat. And then, I mean. Talk about, like, I don't know if it's possible for anyone to have... I mean, like, even Beyonce in all of her glory didn't, like, step out in a way, like... I mean, Crazy Love was a big hit, obviously, but, That was like, a coming out That was moment. a coming out moment. And, yeah. like, you don't get those anymore. Like, I guess, like, the closest thing you have was, like, Zayn recently going... Zayn, like, maybe... Maybe to the maybe slightly when Justin Bieber came out with this last album after yeah, everyone had sort of written him off. off. But can't really live perform the way that Justin no, did. No, no, um, no. It also just didn't have, like, the... the. It wasn't also, bringing anything MTV new to the... isn't what it was then. No, it it doesn't have the power, and it wasn't... There wasn't the machine. But there, I guess I'm, maybe it's just, like, there's not the machine behind it anymore because I think, like, for what Justin was doing for, like, a white music audience, mm. like, was really revolutionary. Mm-hmm. I mean, even just for pop music in general, for somebody to go from doing some really bubblegum stuff to doing something that's a yeah. bit more, um, like, that kind of... That I guess Neptune, Zane would be the yeah, most, like... that Neptune Timbaland sound that, like, became the kind of, like, thing from, like, nine, from like 2000 to 2000 and, like, six, Four eight. or five, really yeah, strongly. really strongly. Yeah. Um... Was really catapulted by by things like honestly for you and and half of what they produced on uh, Justin's first. Oh, record. humongously! Um, also, this was a like career defining sort of game changer for this Orange County punk pop band. Yes. Uh, this, this was uh, this song, such a good song charted at number thirteen, which I thought would be it would have been higher. higher. Yeah. The waves keep on crashing on me for some reason. But your love keeps on coming like a Just all in the playlist. I mean, like I said, it's just so much material here. God um, damn, that is also a cut. Such a big cut. Ugh. And they worked with Gwen again on Gwen again. Gwen again. Gwen again on her debut um, pop solo album. Um, and this was her Sweet. first. Was it the Sweet Escape? Was her first? No, that no, was her second album. This one was called Love, Love Angel, Angel Music, Music Baby. Baby. And this was in 2004. This was Gwen's first number one single. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dance floor was... Packed. Packed to the... Uh-huh, this my shit. All the girls stomp your feet like this. Few times you've been around that track, so it's not just gonna happen like that. Cause it ain't no holler back, girl. I ain't no holler back, girl. Few times you've been around that track, so it's not just gonna happen like that. Cause it ain't no holler back, girl. I ain't no holler back, girl. That's my shit. That's my shit. That's my shit. That's my shit. 
talking shit and you didn't think that I would hear it People hear you talking like that, getting everybody fired up So I'm ready to attack, gonna lead the back, gonna get a touchdown, gonna take you out That's right, put your pom-poms down, getting everybody fired up One of my favorite tweets of all time was, um... I don't remember the conversation. Somebody was arguing. It was something to do with like white artists, you know, um, like sort of, you know, appropriating things and Mm -hmm. um, sucking at things and et cetera, et cetera. And I remember someone said, um, don't act like Gwen Stefani didn't teach the whole hood how to spell banana. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... That's like that's a crazy thing. Like the hood <laughs> fucked so heavily with Gwen Stefani and still does. I mean, remember like Let Me Blow Your Mind? Oh yeah. I mean that is still like that's my that's an anthem. That is a that's my fucking shit. anthem. That is literally my shit. <laughs> um just so many great m- moments uh that the Neptunes provided. provided and um you know, up until about 2000, you know, they just dominated. They, they sort of tapered off into the mid-2000s. Pharrell did his solo thing. Mm-hmm. Um, continues to do that. It continues to do that now. They, um, they've they reunited to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2015, uh, NERD got back together for the SpongeBob movie number two, Sponge Out of Water, <laughs> original soundtrack. They did three songs on that. Um, Pharrell's been nominated for two Academy Awards. That's ridiculous. Um, he's currently nominated this oh, year yeah, for, for producer. Yeah, he's listed as a producer on that film. Did the whole soundtrack. Um, and obviously Happy was one of the biggest songs of the century. Of all time. Yeah, yeah, like probably, I mean, just like. I, don't, I can't think of a song that's been bigger uh, I mean, it just memory. is like humongous. Yeah, maybe "Single Ladies" is the last time it a didn't song, win the Oscar. Which is what won that year? Who even knows? That was that was a movie soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, it was nominated for an Oscar and it didn't win. That's so weird. Yeah, very strange. Was that the year that like Adele won everything? S- no, I think oh. that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I th- it might have been like Skyfall year, or it was like that. No, so, I, no, it came out the same year Selma came out. I think because didn't they win? Oh yeah. Whatever song. Everyone was No, I think that was... Wasn't that 2015? I don't remember. I don't know. It didn't win. But didn't Happy come out in 2015? No, it was like 2014. If I cared enough, I'd probably look it up. But who does? Yeah. Well, I mean... Also, one last thing is that um, Chad has also done a lot of stuff on his own. Apparently, he... I believe that he was a, a producer on the first album from the internet. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's the I thing. I could not like, find. But you can totally evidence. tell, though. I mean, like. Yes, you can. It's. But it's not can, on his discogs. Yeah. It's not on anyone's Wikipedia page. So if you or anyone you know has any information leading to the whereabouts of these receipts, please forward them to Context of Sound. Context of Sound at gmail.com or at Context of Sound at Twitter. Um, and then I think. Yeah, just let us know. But but legitimately, like you can't like the internet's first record sounds exact like not exactly like, but it is so unbelievably inspired by what happened in NRD record, NRD records. Yeah, like you can't like you cannot not hear it. 
that's I think that was I remember when I first listened to it that I was like so struck by it. I was like, this is great because it's everything that I loved about NERD with like Sid's beautiful voice on it. Like it's just it's perfect. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I absolutely think that he one hundred percent had to have something to do with it. Yeah. Well, that's great. So um, I mean, that's just a brief summary of um. The incredible, the incredible work of the Neptunes. Excellent. Thanks, guys. You guys killed it. Naturally, Frell will have a beat in his head. He'll put it down. He'll have a sequence of raw idea. He may have some drums laid down. Um, the drums may sound shitty as hell. They may sound crummy. But it'll be a good groove. And... Uh, He'll have the hook already in his head and how it should go. He'll probably have the video. He'll have as much as he can laid down, beat-wise, rhythmically, keys, whatever. And then I'll hear it and I'll try to lace it. I'm like a. To me, I consider myself like a band. You know what I mean? Like you got a song, let me be your band. I'll fill it in what I can, make it sound good. Do what I can. I'll make sure it's a dope song. Sometimes. The song was already done. Maybe, maybe just a beat. It probably doesn't need anything, so I actually might take stuff out. You know what I mean? Or add effects. Just make it sound interesting. You know what I mean? Because music, when you listen to music, is you gotta take into a zone. Every sound is associated with a, with a feeling. Okay. If a snare is banging. It's gonna hit you, you know, and you're just gonna make you make your neck snap. You feel that snare snap, it's gonna make your neck snap. Gah! Boom! You hear that kick, it's gonna hit you in the back. Ba boom! You hear that snare, it hits you in the in the in the back of your neck. So it's like when you hear that kick and snare, it just gets you in that groove. But if it's weak, you ain't gonna feel that way, you know what I mean? So you gotta have that Sometimes it sometimes it doesn't have to sound like that. Sometimes it's just about groove and you know having the vocalist take you on a ride. And um, I guess I just try to distinguish what's going to take you on that ride. What's going to take you, what sound is going to take you on that ride? Is it the bass line? Is it the keys? Is it the vocalist? Or is it everything in conjunction with each other? You know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, true statement. Like, I don't know, a little secret. I talk too much. And uh, again... Uh, instead of subjecting you guys to like a three-hour-long marathon, a three-hour tour, a three-hour <laughs> tour, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was beautiful. You're welcome. Gorgeous, just gorgeous. Um, instead of subjecting you just to garbages, just garbages. <laughs> instead of subjecting you to my bullshit uh, ramblings uh, for a full three hours, I'll just we just decided to break it up um, because there's a lot of heat. Uh, coming from this here track, uh, or this whole this whole thing, uh, and and it's it's probably a good call uh, to let you guys take a break because we don't want to overwhelm you with the amount of a fire a fire yeah. that uh, was. Coming we don't want to create a backdraft. No, not at all. Uh, and and we just got we just got out of a, a drought. We don't need to like soap up all the moisture here. So that's true. Uh, we'll just leave you guys thirsty for a little bit. So longer. that was the Neptunes. That was the Neptunes. Uh, Next week, stay tuned for Missy and Tim. Missy and Tim. There's a lot of really really amazing shit that is discussed and music that is played and uh yeah we're excited for it again uh, rate subscribe 
uh, review us on iTunes and that we're back on there. Please, please, please do that. That'll be great. Um, you can chat with us uh, on Twitter at Context of Sound. And then if you feel so inclined to email, uh, Context, Context of, of Sound, Sound. at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we will see you guys next week. But why? I can't stand the rain to keep against my window. <laughs> Bringing back sweet memories. Yeah, when the rain, do you remember? Peace, everybody. Have a good one. Sweet memory.